Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Manufacturer Crisis Podcast featuring myself and my weekly guest host, Frank. How you doing today, Frank? Good. I'm looking at a picture of donuts. Of donuts? Yep. They got these things called cannoli donuts now, which are donuts filled with cannoli cheese. Oh, that sounds amazing. Why did you have to talk about that? No, I want a donut. Because I just saw it and I just kind of went like, wow, I didn't even know you could do that. And then <laughs> I, I mean, thought, why couldn't you do that? Exactly. And then I just, just kind of got excited. <laughs> I mean, now, now I'm excited because you know, you know our history with donuts, Franz. Oh, you know, I was, uh, I know someone who, they're not actually from columbus mm-hmm. um they're from west virginia but they moved there and she was like she posted like first time i've ever gotten buckeye donuts and i just went i don't even eat donuts that much which is probably good i mean yeah it's probably but, it's probably a good thing for your health but yeah i don't eat them that much either but every now and then i'll just get a a craving for them and then sometimes i'll i'll satisfy that craving I might do it today. God damn it. I mean, I, the more I talk about it, the more it might have to happen as well. I, yeah. <laughs> I did have done it. It just time. cuts 45 minutes later. You can't even hear us on the podcast. <laughs> All you hear is the sound of people eating donuts and purring. And that just ends. That's the manufactured crisis. Uh, uh, I, I need I need to get insulin. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, well. We love donuts, but we also love movies, and that's what we're here to talk about. We do. Um, and first thing we're going to talk about is what kind of the internet is talking about uh, this last few weeks since uh, these announcements have been made. And it seems like everyone has been casted in this new Done movie um, being made by... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denny Villeneuve. I know I said Well, I mean, he's... he's yeah, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone seems to have been casted into this movie, uh, including Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Josh Berlin, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Batista, Javier Bardem, Stellan Skarsgård, and others. It seems like it's like it's never ending with these announcements for this star-studded cast, and it's become the the joke of the internet that if. You know, if you're on the internet, you might have been casted into the movie. You don't even know it. We're all, we've all been casted into Dune. I mean, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. It's an amazing cast. Um, but I'm going to say Villain Nueve. I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'm just going to stick with it at this point. <laughs> okay. His last two movies, if not, I mean, honestly, more than that. Um, no, honestly, the guy's got a pretty perfect track record right yeah. now. Yeah, he does. So it's pretty sure bet that this is going to be, you know, a well done, a well done film. Um, I loved Blade Runner 2049. A lot of people said it was too slow. I loved it too. It was slow, but it was, I mean, it was slow, but it was purposely but, slow. It was, I mean, it, it was telling the story that it wanted to tell and it, it, it did it very, very well. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. So, um, and uh, so I know. I mean, I thought that was great. I, Arrival was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, Sicario. Sicario. You got Enemy, right. which is a uh, that was great too. Uh, I can't really say a bad thing about the guy's filmmaker. No, I mean, Prisoners is a great movie. But no, he has a he's a, yeah, a really great track record so far. And have you seen uh, uh this Dune? Dune is a. Uh, it's I know it's based off. 
It's a remake. It's going to be a retelling. Well, I know. Uh, of... So David Lynch did it in '84, right? And it was kind of it's it's. I will say this: it's his worst reviewed film. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of another. And I know Alejandro Jodorowsky mm-hmm. tried to make it. Might okay. be saying that wrong too. <laughs> um, but it, it never came to pass. Right. So it went to David Lynch. David Lynch did it. It did not turn out very well. <laughs> and he ended up having still an amazing career. Um, I don't wanna, I'm not going to talk about Twin Peaks. But I'm gonna do it. So anyways, <laughs> um, but so this is kind of the third chance to make this project. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they got the right guy for it. It's just, you know, I mean, if I was him, I'd be a little worried about taking on a project that's kind of been a failure in the past. But yeah, I mean it's we'll true. See. I mean the the thing about it, I mean I've I've from what I've heard, I haven't seen uh David Lynch's version of Dune, but um I've heard it's it, yeah, it's like it's based off a of a novel or a series of novels. And I heard that David Lynch obviously being who he is, you know, took it in a direction that was more of his style and I heard yeah. that it's a very very strange movie and that you know, follows the books to a point, but kind of veers off in a in a Lynchian fashion. Well, there's, but, I mean, there was a time where like David Lynch was getting these really commercial offers. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in, I don't know what year this would have been. I guess this was in the aftermath of Elephant Man and Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. Lucas wanted him to do episode what six? Yeah, Return of, of Star Out. Wars, yep. which is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I have to give it to David Lynch to be like, to not do it. Because he's like, I know who I am. I right. don't think you know who I am. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why you would want me to make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, also making those movies is just basically George Lucas saying, I don't love directing. Can you just be my director? Whereas David Lynch is like, I'm not that kind of guy. Right. But yeah, and so he, he didn't want to do Star Wars, but he did Dune. And I just, you know, I love David Lynch, but he's just not a, I don't think he's a large scale guy right. in that respect. No, yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, Dune is, uh, from what I've heard, like I haven't read the books, I haven't seen any of the uh, the movies ever made, but uh, I've heard it compared to Star Wars, which is like you were saying, he was offered to uh, do Return of the Jedi, but he decided to, to do Dune instead, and they yep. apparently have very similar... Uh, kind of story beats and have a have a very luke skywalker kind of lead character and it's all like set in this you know galaxy that has a bunch of stuff going on and including like spice runs and stuff like that from what i've heard so yeah i mean i think uh denny uh except his his track record as far as his movies are spotless and and, and i mean blade runner 2049 didn't make a lot of money it, it did get a lot of praise though and it, i mean it's kind of surprising though that they the fact that that, that blade runner 2049 had like a 200 million dollar budget or something like that and it barely it's made kind that of incredible back, that they gave blade did. runner 2049 that that kind of budget right i mean don't get me wrong i love the first blade runner i think you could argue that it's the best sci-fi movie ever made it's up there there's 2001 Space Odyssey people who are, like, spitting out their coffee right now, but I'm just... Yeah. And I love that, too. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I, I think Blade Runner, the first one, is great. Having said that, I, I mean, the first one... 
The first one is beloved by by movie people. Right. It also did make a lot of money. Yeah, like it. This is a movie that made thirty three million, what thirty four million dollars in the box office Mm -hmm. on a twenty eight million dollar budget. You could argue that it was a box office failure. Yeah, it was. And you want to give the fucking thirty five years later (laughs) sequel two hundred million dollars? Yeah. I want to see Blade Runner sequel just as much as the next guy. Right. That makes no sense. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, it worked out for the movie. It looks beautiful. It had a, it had a great cast, but it just didn't didn't hit at the theater. I mean, just Harrison, like the original. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford. Well, number one, people probably saw this is like two hours and forty minutes. Right. And they're like, yes, but it feels like it's three and a half hours. People, <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't mean I didn't like it. I still loved it. Um. And I've really liked everything he's put out. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I hope, I wish him nothing but success. I hope that this Dune, I mean, it has the potential to become this the next big thing if, if done right and if it, like, hits at the box office. So, I mean, we'll see how it, how it turns out. We know it has a great cast. It has a great director behind it. Can't Tim Chalamet's in it, so, you know, it's going to be hot. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. They do have the they have the next big. He's in fucking everything right now. He's having an interesting <laughs> career himself. He's he's uh, I mean, already like like his first big movie he gets uh, I mean, it's not even that big of a movie, but I mean, it became the well, the youngest. I think he was the youngest uh, nominated for uh, an Oscar. C- call me by your name. Yeah, I mean, because that was really like the first thing he did, right? Was call me by your name. He done like he was uh, actually I, he was. I did he not was, hear about him before that. He, I mean, that was his first like leading role, I believe. But he he had like other bit parts and things. He was actually in an Interstellar. He played the uh, younger. He played the McConaughey's son, the younger version of his son. That becomes Casey Affleck. What? Yeah. Yep. Jesus, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's. I just like get this feeling that. That like when movie producers are like pitching screenplays nowadays, they'll just lie that Timothy Chalamet has agreed <laughs> to get the money. <laughs> Be like Timothy I, Chalamet's in it, and people just go, oh, oh, okay, we'll throw you fifty million dollars." <laughs> and they're like, "We have to call him and get him on this." Right. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, he is. He's definitely the next. Seems like the next big thing. Next. The next movie star, possibly. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll see how how Dune turns out. It's, it should be interesting. Still in the news, still going back on their word. The Oscars, we talked about them last week, uh, not showing uh, certain categories during the live live feed of the show. But it turns out they changed their minds because the internet went batshit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. I mean, we had talked about it that it was like, number one, it's hard to it's hard to make the decision on which ones to axe. Um, or to not show, mm-hmm. and they picked the wrong ones. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I would have picked one of the short film categories, or at least all of the short film categories, mm-hmm. sorry, as a short filmmaker. Right. Meh. I can appreciate that most people don't really give a shit. So, <laughs> True. Uh, I don't know. I would have I would have done that, but I, I, I agree with the decision. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just, I think it's, it's just so funny the things that they keep doing and then having to be like, you know what, we, we change our minds. Like, we talked about it even our first episode, you know, the, the decisions that they were making to do the popular film category. The internet said no, and they were like, okay, we, we won't do that. You know, Kevin Hart yeah. is going to be our host. 
well, Kevin Hart said some things. Oh, okay, we, we, he won't be our host. Uh, we won't have a host this year. Okay. And now, yeah, you know, <laughs> and now, you know, oh, we we want to shorten the, the length of the show. Uh, so we're going to get rid of these categories during the live feed. No, no, you're not going to do that. Uh, yeah, you're, no, you're right. We're, we, we aren't, we aren't going to do that. We actually are going to show them and we are going to have a host and we don't know what we're doing. It's just, it's going to be interesting. The, the Oscars are, I think it's this, it's this Sunday, right? It's going to be fun to, to yeah. see how bad it's going to be. <laughs> I think the Oscars just have to get a little bit alpha and make a decision to do something. Yeah. And people are going to say that's a bad idea or we don't like that or right. whatever the fuck. You know, I don't agree with this. And the Oscars are just going to say, you know what? Fine. <laughs> We're going to do it anyways, even if you don't like it. Or exactly. Or just how about. They're just going to have to. Just don't what? say anything. Just like, just do what you're gonna do, and don't tell the internet, so they can't get mad until you like. If they can't exactly, if you're and already doing it, what are they gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Just people are gonna like watch out and say, and do you know what? Well, here's the here's the interesting thing. Imagine if they didn't announce that they weren't gonna show editing and cinematography, yeah. or if they picked even lesser known, like the again, like sound mixing, live action short, documentary short, mm-hmm. and. Imagine if they didn't do that and see how many people noticed. Not if they didn't announce it. No. If they just kind of just went like, you'll you'll have people, you know, you will have probably a thousand people mm-hmm. all, all that's it, go on to Twitter and say, you forgot the blah, blah, blah. But that's it. And then they won't have to deal with the backlash of saying, well, we're not going to do it. They would just be like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I mean, it would probably become some somewhat of a story after the fact. But that's after the Oscars already air. Who cares? After that point, you're, you're thinking about next year. So, and like, people will have forgotten about it within a year's news cycle. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will have had like seven government shutdowns by then. So, <laughs> so it's just like, I don't know. I. I I think they should just do things at this point, right? And then just like don't tell anyone. Exactly. That's it's kind of like it's probably their best bet. It's like when your mom says like, "Yeah, we're going to McDonald's," and you show up at the dentist. <laughs> you're just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but if she had told you, "Get in the car, we're going to dentist," you never would have gotten in. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you just got to do that shit sometimes. I'm, like I said, the Oscars are this Sunday, or yeah, this Sunday, um, and. It's actually interesting. Um, we talked about who we think are gonna, who we think we will win, uh, best picture and other categories. So I was, uh, I saw that, you know, because this is America, uh, we can bet on everything. And I was checking out the the odds for the uh, the betting of of every category. And in best best picture, uh, the odds are in the favor of Roma, and with the. Hmm. The second place odds are Green Book, hmm. and not a Stars Born. Stars Born, I think, is like they don't have the greatest odds to to win Best Picture, which is actually kind of surprising for me. Um, I again, I can see Roma winning. If Green Book wins, I'll be fucking shocked. Yeah, I mean, I was because just thinking like, like every year leading up to the Oscars, it seems like at least one of the movies starts to get some kind of black some type some kind of backlash, like uh, last or a couple years ago. It was La La Land. Uh, for that mm-hmm. reason, everyone started hating on La La Land. Like, uh, usually, every year there's there's some type of backlash. Yeah. And this year, it seems like it's it was Green Book, but actually, 
it, it seems I guess at least for like the awards like every other awards uh, show Star Wars is just getting shut out of everything and that's kind of fucked up its chances of winning the Oscar I mean I just Green Book winning seems like it's like King's Speech all over again in my opinion because I remember when, like when King's Speech won that to me was the academy being like we're just a bunch of old fucking men <laughs> and this makes us feel happy but it's not the best movie of the year. Yeah, but it's nice. It and I, it makes so, us feel good. Yeah, I, I mean, I this is, I don't know. That's what I'm. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Because I, I, I still think there's a chance for whatever reason. Like my gut is telling me, a Star is Born is going to win Best Picture, and Corona's mm-hmm. going to get Best Director, and that's just how I don't know for whatever reason. But I guess I mean. If Green Book's win, like Green Book wins, I'd be alright with it. Like I, I liked the movie. It was fun. It was it was a fun movie. It's feel good movie. I, you know, I think it's okay if if it wins, but it definitely I don't I don't think it is necessarily the best picture. Do you think it's the best movie of the year? I don't know. Okay, well then there we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like you said, King's Speech won best picture. It wasn't the best movie of the year. So yeah, <clears throat> far from it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so mad that you. <laughs> I I eventually I didn't even see I didn't see a King's Speech until like last year. It was fine. It was. A- it's a fine movie. It's <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It's not the best picture of 2010. I don't, like I honestly think Colin Firth would even tell you that. I would like to think he would. <laughs> so I don't know. I just there's some years where I don't know. I just. Some years you get surprised, some years you don't. Um, right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, just looking back we'll on happens. looking back, I mean, on on 2011's uh, Oscars when the King's Speech won, the other movies nominated: Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, 127 Hours, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, Winner's Bone. That is like King's Speech. Yeah. I mean, I can name like Social Network, That's- better movie. Inception, better movie. Black Swan, better movie. Toy Story, three, a better movie. Like, <laughs> True yeah. Grit is a better movie. The, that's a... <laughs> the Fighter is a better movie. And was Black Swan 2010? I thought yeah. Black Swan was 2001. Yeah. Black Swan. What? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. See, I think Black Swan might might actually be the best movie of that group. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck between Black Swan and... Social Network and, Social and that Network. one. Kids Are Alright is also a really good film. Kids Are Alright is a good but, movie. But, I mean, like, King's Speech is, like, number six on yeah, that list. Yeah, without a doubt. The Social Network is, like, number one for me, probably, for sure. Inception, probably next. Toy Story 3, and then Black Swan. I did like Black Swan a lot. That's a good movie. That's a messed it, up movie. Black Swan's a great movie. I think it's probably... I'm just gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say it's Aronofsky's best film, mm. his his second best movie, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or maybe his best. I haven't seen a lot. Noah of his... was all right. No, Mother was, was a fucking train wreck. You didn't like? Mother? I did not like Mother. Oh, I I I for whatever reason, like I don't know. I can't say that I liked Mother, but there's something that like I didn't hate it like everyone else did. Like I thought it was interesting to say the least. It's interesting, but I remember walking out and just being like, I don't know what the f- That's the I thing. Know. I didn't see it in theaters. I, I so. just, <laughs> Maybe if I saw it in theaters, I would have been like, what the fuck? But I watched it at home, and I was that? like, I didn't see it in theaters, 
So, like, that's probably, like, if I had seen it in theaters, I probably would have been like, what the fuck? But I watched it at home, and I was like, huh. I, I mean, oh, no, I saw it. I get it. I, I saw a fucking baby get ripped apart on the big screen, <laughs> like you're supposed to. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I just... I it's a, I just didn't I don't it, I didn't think it was good. I just I, I didn't see what he was going for. Um, I mean, and I've heard it be you know that it's a uh, an allegory for climate change and everything. But yeah. let me tell you, you are going to lose most people on that allegory. Yeah. If I mean, it, if I, that is indeed the point of your film, it may not be. That may have just been someone I, trying to find. Yeah, I heard that. that. I heard it. It's like it's like the it's like supposed to be an allegory for adam and eve uh i've heard like it's just about how he feels about like the media like how it like it latches on to like celebrities and stuff like that i've heard a bunch of different things about what it's supposed to what be. mother is supposed to be yeah i guess it was successful and that we are still talking about it yeah whereas like no one people people like myself saw noah and we just said, "Oh, that was that was all right." Yeah. And we just left. And like, I haven't. I don't think I've even mentioned the movie Noah since like 2014. Yeah. It's kind it, of amazing. Yeah. I mean, I remember that movie got a lot of stink from like you know, super super right and like super, you know, Christian. Do people have a problem with it? Yeah, because like it it isn't. I guess it wasn't like I think I remember seeing boycotts for it like when it came out because it isn't accurate hmm. to. Uh, like the bible story it, it kind of oh, i didn't see anything particularly <laughs> offensive but then again i'm not really religious so right. probably not the best yeah. judge it, it for that it wasn't the it wasn't a hit amongst <laughs> a lot of religious people if i'm remembering correct i could be wrong I, I i remember seeing stuff like that though you didn't make a shitty movie with kurt cameron <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna protest yeah pretty much oh god <laughs> those people whatever uh, um <laughs> But anyways, so just back to 2010, mm-hmm. I think Black Swan may have been the best movie of that year. Um, although I mean, that you could was, argue that it was... That was a stack um, year for movies. That was... That's oh, a, fuck you! Yeah, that's was. a great list of movies for best pictures. I, don't, I, I, haven't, seen, about, I, I haven't seen Winter's Bone, but I've heard it's it's really good. That's the only one I haven't seen out of that mm-hmm. list, but like that's, that's a stack mm-hmm. list of movies. <laughs> no, it is. I will say, like, honestly, at the time, I probably had Inception higher than I would have it now. Right, yeah. Um, I watched Inception, or at least most of Inception, the other day, mm-hmm. and it did kind of bug me how much explanation there is in it. Yeah, I, it, it's kind of, like, I've rewatched it, like, uh, I think last year, and it, it didn't hit me the same way. I still love the movie, but, it, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There's a lot of impressive things about it, but I would say it's it is a film that, on first viewing... Oh, is yeah. like, oh my right. god! Right. And on second feeling, is like, all right, let's just get past the stuff where he's talking to Ellen Page. I know how it works. Let's <laughs> right. fucking go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. you know. Yeah. Um, but that's true. I mean, I, I've I've heard someone say the same thing about Dunkirk, where the and and I kind of agree that the first time I saw Dunkirk, I was like, oh my god! Yeah. And I I still think it may have been the best directed movie of last year. I, I think right, so. I, I but. Not last year, but two, yeah. two years ago? Two yeah. years ago. Sorry. Yeah. I'm getting caught up in years. <laughs> um, but that on second viewing of Dunkirk, it's like, well, I kind of know they all live. So what are we doing here? Right. You know? I mean, there's that. I just, I still, I, I, I had that same feeling with Dunkirk. Like, oh my God. Like, 
there's like I just remember like for whatever reason I think it was like the score because it's it sounds like a ticking clock and like you just yeah. like, you're thrown in the middle of it. Like I was like I was enthralled the whole time, and it's like I just loved how it was definitely incredibly well directed. And I I remember seeing it a second time. I didn't see. I wanted to see it again in the theaters. I didn't. I waited till the Blu-ray came out. And I I, I kind of had the same feeling. Like man, this is just this is great. Just because it's yep. like, you don't lose that directing. You kind of do lose like okay, we know where it ends up. But that directing is still like masterful. Oh movie. no! I mean, again, for what I'm saying about Dunkirk and Inception, they're both really fine films. I'm not going to take that away. I'm just going to say that. Um, kind of what makes them really good on a first viewing which in inception is you're coming into this world that is com- completely new right and in dunkirk it's this really well-crafted suspense you're not going to get that same thing the second viewing that's true whereas i would say if you take another one of his films let's use really any one of the dark knight movies or i'll even use interstellar yeah the fact that you've seen it before does not hurt the fact that and actually i would say with the prestige it helps yeah it does (laughs) um if anything i would say you have to watch the prestige twice so i don't know but different Uh, movies are are like that yeah i would say with interstellar like i was gonna say that with that movie the more i watch that movie the more it's just like like not just like getting caught up in i think you start to lose some of like getting caught up in the big aspects of that movie and like the more i watch it the smaller stuff that he's doing in that movie and like the like I, I said recently to someone that like Interstellar isn't it like it gets you it gets you to the theater because you're like Christopher Nolan is going to take you into space and he's going to be really scientific with it and you're going to not understand what's going on but you're going to be amazed by it. It's just like it's Nolan making probably the most personal movie he's ever going to make because like he's just he is all about the big like pictures stuff like big like I'm going to mm-hmm. take you into space and like it's going to look amazing and like. It's going to be shot on film because uh, I'm a filmmaker. But, like, there's something deep, deeper in that movie that I think people missed because of all the other stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it in a long time. But, I mean, you are, you are correct. Um, and uh, a solid film. And, honestly, that film, when you talk about casts, that film has an amazing cast. Yeah. And the fact that, yeah. like, Casey Affleck is barely even, like, I mean, this is pre-Oscar. Right. But they just got him to, like, come on to just do, like, a small part. And Matt Damon isn't even a cameo. Like, he's in the movie. Right. No, I mean, that's – it's it's got a lot of great things going for it. Um, it almost makes me want no one to go back to space, but I don't know how he would do it differently than Interstellar. I just hope – I mean, I've heard people think that they're going to do a sequel based on how Interstellar ends. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think – no. I don't think he will. Maybe I... – Maybe if Jonathan writes something up, I mean, I'm sure Jonathan could write a, a sequel for it. That... He's stuck in Westworld, though. That's true. <laughs> he is stuck in. Westworld. He's yeah. He's he ain't leaving. <laughs> so the newest uh, Marvel movie coming out before before we get to the mm-hmm. end game, Captain Marvel is uh, is getting screened by critics, and apparently Marvel has another one. They they got another successful movie that's going to make a million dollars. <laughs> On its way. Mm-hmm. Um, Can this one just be called Marvel Embraces '90s Nostalgia Craze? Because that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah, and it's sorry. Sounds, I know that sounds really. <laughs> it sounds a little, little passive aggressive, but I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, they they they're getting into the '90s now. Um, 
and from what I saw, like from some tweets that some critics put out, it really does. It goes for that '90s nostalgia, and that's a big part of the movie that that people are really digging. So, I get why they are releasing it when they are, mm-hmm. um, because they're like, we realize that all you want to see right now is Avengers four. <laughs> but what if we put this out and maybe put some Avengers stuff in it? We don't know how much is going to be, you know, relevant to the fourth one. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, most people would rather watch Avengers 4 right now. I think I'm correct about that, right? Yeah. I That's think... all. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, I think since, so I, the fact s- that they're... since I left the theater from Infinity War, I've wanted nothing but to watch in game. So, I mean, the fact that they're releasing this and being like, we've already got Avengers 4 made. It's already edited. <laughs> like, it's just waiting. Yeah. But you have to sit through this first. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be fine. All the Marvel movies follow a system. Mm-hmm. But... It's just like ah, you're kind of holding me hostage. <laughs> I mean, I think because, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. You're part, they're partially holding you hostage, but I think also the Captain Marvel is going to play a major part in Endgame. And like, sure, I think I think they're going to still like give her some type of intro in Endgame because like she's going to have to for all the other characters to know who she is because they don't know who she yeah. is at that point. But. I mean, I, I, it's definitely partly that. Like, they could release it in game now, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give you this first. You have to watch this one. First. Yeah, I mean, hopefully she has a very relevant role in Avengers Four. Um, yeah, I can see it. I mean, if I had to guess, how the fuck is Tony Stark gonna get from? Is he on Titan at the end of the at oh. the end of three? I think he's on Titan. Yeah, he's on Titan. Um. And I'm pretty sure he's just marooned there. Mm-hmm. Well, we see like, in, in, in the trailer we see him on a spaceship, so it looks like it's just him and uh, Nebula on the spaceship. Far from the trailer, like what? they could be nip- manipulating that, but uh, it looks like it could be the, the Captain ship. Marvel having a role in them getting back to Earth. I, I, I do just because so. how the yeah. fuck is he going to get back? Yeah, I mean it seems like. Uh, from the trailer game that they released already, uh, it's, it's, he says he's on a spaceship that uh, has rations in the water are like depleting and they're gonna lose power in like uh, like a week or something or something like that. So it looks like he, I, I think it's the spaceship that Nebula comes to the to Titan on that they got working again to get into space, but they're not gonna make it like that far in that spaceship. So I do think Captain Marvel was probably gonna mm-hmm. have a role in getting them back to Earth through that through that spaceship but um, so yeah and i think she's gonna have a big role in defeating thanos because from the trailers even the trailers that of captain marvel she seems like she's incredibly powerful and from the uh yeah. from the tweets that i saw that that seems to be that seems to be correct like she is looks like thanos has a has a fight on his hands i'll watch captain marvel um there was a period where i didn't watch any of it any of the Avengers films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I didn't, I, th- I, th- I think I missed pretty much most of, I, I still haven't seen the Ant-Man movies, really? which whatever. I would enjoy, uh, I, at least you, you would enjoy the first Ant-Man. The, the second one I thought was, was fine, but the first one is surprisingly really, really, really well done. I'll check it out. I mean, it, um, it has that classic Paul Rudd humor, which I, I think you enjoy. I, I like Paul Rudd. Um, so anyways, but, uh, I mean, I'll watch it. I've, you know, I'm pretty caught up 
in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I really just and honestly, after Avengers four, I think I might be done. Yeah, I mean, I won't be, but I get, I get that. I think, yeah, I think you're not alone on that. I think, I mean, the the term superhero fatigue has been tossed around the internet for a while now. I think it's. I think it's bullshit, honestly. I get some people might like like yourself, like are sick of superhero movies, but I think the the notion that uh that superhero fatigue is gonna be the decline of superhero movies, I think that's bullshit because like Marvel's proven they've been doing this for like seventeen years now and they're not well, stopping anytime soon because superhero movies aren't just a fad anymore, they're a new genre of movies. They are, but genres go through ups and downs. Sure. All genres do. Sure, yeah. You know? Um, I mean, it, you know, westerns in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, sci-fi movies in the age of, you know, Star Wars, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, things do go through ups and downs. Right. Um, and there will be a time where Marvel, you know, may have to... Uh, readjust things yeah. <laughs> they're never going to go bankrupt but right, right. there might come a time where superhero movies aren't making what they used to right. and maybe fucking magic films will make a comeback right <laughs> right um i mean because that was a big thing for a while um and now when's the last time you saw a movie that used the word magic now i know they're still making those crimes of grindelwald shit but well, they, basically they what and not just magic but yeah. the young adult stuff yeah, when young, right. young adult, it was a uh, was a big. I mean, it's still kind of big, but had, definitely not as big as it as it was. You, you had Harry Potter, yeah. the Twilight movies, mm-hmm. and what's the other one? The Hunger Games. Those all came out around a ten to fifteen year period, mm-hmm. and they all crushed mm-hmm. all of them, even the not good ones. The Twilight movies all suck. <laughs> I mean, and I personally don't like the Hunger Games that much. Right. Uh, yeah. The I, Harry Potter movies are objectively all pretty good. Yeah, they are. I like, um, I like the Hunger Games. I I like up until they split the last movie in two. I guess what I'm saying is those mo- and it, if you go back to 2010, you probably would have said, "Oh man, young adult adaptations. That shit's never going away." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it did. <laughs> you know, because yeah. all it takes is. I mean, people just get tired of it, and the movies also start to decline a little bit. Well, I mean, basically what I'm saying is we're in what I would consider to be year 11 now mm-hmm. of superhero fandom. Because mm-hmm. I believe it started in 2008 with Iron Man and the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And we're in year 11, and you already... You, the DC universe is... It's going its own way, but it's not going the way they wanted it to go. Right. <laughs> Um, and the Marvel universe is going to see, I think it's, it's changing as well. Put it that way in that you're going to have people who want to see black Panther two and Spider-Man, whatever the number it is now. But I, I, you know, I think that you've got personally, I think you got like five or six years left. That's, that's my view. Cause I mean, I think people are like me in that some people are at least in that, I honestly was tired of comic book movies, and then I did see Avengers 3, and I was like, honestly, that was a nice twist. That was a nice jolt mm-hmm. to kind of get people talking about that. 
Because right. honestly, who the fuck remembers Avengers 2? The way people have talked about the Thanos snap, which has become like kind of a pop culture yeah, it's a meme. thing. Yeah. It's a meme. It's a, it, people, it's a thing people, like, if I'm at work, people will do like the snap and you know what that means. Yeah. Right? Or there were a bunch of gifs of like, um, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah. There were a lot of, there's a lot of moments from Avengers 3, especially from you, the ending. I hate that you said GIF and not GIF, but keep it Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, GIF is but peanut butter. From, a, from Avengers 2, I can't think of anything where people were talking about it. It doesn't have, you know? Yeah, it doesn't have that. Like, I remember the, I remember we were still living together at the time, and when that trailer came out and i thought it was gonna have some type of uh final snap moment but it doesn't it really doesn't that trailer that first trailer was amazing though but the movie was, i mean it was good i i thought i think i think it's uh it's a good movie but uh, yeah i'm I not saying, saying i'm not saying it's a bad movie what i'm saying is it didn't get people talking right no you're, you're not you're and not. it was not pushing marvel forward mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I think that Avengers three got people about that, and it certainly made you want to see Avengers four. But I, you know, I think once the Avengers is done, and Captain America is done, and possibly Tony Stark, mm-hmm. um, you're going to see a drop off. Yeah. Having said that, Black Panther two is probably still going to make like two billion dollars. Yeah, it's it's probably going to make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't think you're wrong. I think uh, I think. Five or six years—that's that's a fair number. I think it'll go a little bit longer than that, just because, like, the, the difference between the, like the YA movies you mentioned is that those books eventually end. You know, the Harry Potter books mm-hmm. had to end until J.K. Rowling started writing more, you know, or decided to start writing yeah. screenplays of it. Like the the Marvel movies, like like we've seen, but it's proven that Marvel can take a, a comic that had had its run, but isn't a well known comic. I mean that they took they started with Iron Man. Like Iron Man wasn't a well known comic book character, like a Batman or a Superman, no. until they made that movie. But Correct. even more obscure than Iron Man, they went and made the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which nobody mm-hmm. knew about. Like people knew like the Iron Man. You say Iron Man, like maybe somebody would raise their hands like oh i know iron man but you say guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy nobody knew who the fuck they were so i think if they keep like being able to do that like pick a character or a group of characters to make a movie about and and like make it a massive success if they can keep doing that they they have more than five or six years to keep going but i do think oh. eventually it will like go on a decline but i think people are forgetting that Superhero movies didn't they they it got big again in two thousand eight, but they didn't start in two thousand eight because no. like going back to the seventies with Superman, like superhero movies became a craze then. You had Superman, then you had the eighties like late eighties Batman movie, and then you had a bunch of Batman movies, and then you had, you know, Blade movies, you had a bunch of movies like that were being you made. Had that you had Daredevil. You had Daredevil. <laughs> you had you know the early X Men movies, but those movies didn't have that like there was a point, like 2008. Before 2008, people said superhero movies are going to die, you know, because they were still making a bunch of superhero movies before 2008, and people were saying, "Oh, these movies are never going to go anywhere." And then Iron Man happened, and the Dark. Well, Knight especially happened. because, especially in the in the early 2000s, with the exception of like the first two X Men, mm-hmm. a lot of them sucked. Yeah, exactly. Hulk was a failure. Mm-hmm. The 
the Batman, the last two of them, mm -hmm. failures. The Fantastic uh, Four Superman movies. Superman Returns was a failure. Yeah, Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had a bunch of them that, that were sucking. And that's why people are like, oh, superhero movies are going to go. They're going to go away. They're going to go the way of the Western. Until yep. Marvel said, ha, 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 wait a minute. We we, we <laughs> got a plan. You know? So I, th I think they have a plan for a while. As long as Kevin Feige is I mean, staying with Marvel, I think they, they I think the moment we know that superhero movies are in trouble is if Kevin Feige leaves Marvel. I think, which could happen also. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I agree with you that they have the ability and certain films for and the stories to make films until we are long past dead, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, given the list of characters and all, the is just are people going to want to watch that forever? Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the issue. Shit, look at I mean, look at look at music for example. Look at how much hip hop has changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people just go through what they go through changes and what they like and what they don't like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also there's a new generation of, of kids who are going to be trendsetters because the way it works now is young kids fucking set what works the box office. Mm -hmm. Right. Our generations where they were always saying like, it's, you know, we were the young comic book nerds. We were the Harry Potter nerds. Mm -hmm a new generation of kids who are like uh, you know um, who want something new i don't know what that's going to be right you know um but it might they might not and we also might be like yeah we don't want comic books so much anymore maybe in five or six years maybe there's something else that people get really into i'm honestly surprised we haven't seen more things try to be game of thrones yeah i, I think do you know what i mean yeah like, no, no, no. i get what you're saying yeah how successful Game of Thrones has been mm -hmm. and that there haven't been more copycats or if there have been I haven't seen them right I, I, mean, I, I think with Game of Thrones I think we will start seeing more stuff like that I mean because yes the show is ending but they already have a, a prequel series in development that's going to be airing not too long mm -hmm. after this one ends and they I remember, I think there was a report they have like three or four prequel or sequel type series that they have planned. Oh, I, I read that they had five. Yeah. And they've certainly agreed on one, which mm -hmm. is the Age of Heroes, mm -hmm. which is uh, set like a thousand years in the past, which right. I am incredibly excited about. Basically, they commissioned like five uh, series, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to go completely into game of thrones right now i already did um <laughs> but i don't know so just you know it might not even be up to us as to whether comic books see an event i think at some point they will decline so i i think usually these things go through 10 to 15 year cycles you know uh marvel might be able to stretch that into 20 but i i don't even think they'll make it that far but I mean, Again, uh, prove yeah. me wrong. I don't they've know. They've already gone lengths. <laughs> they've well, they've gone. They've gone eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah, I think they'll make. You it know, to, since... I think they'll make it to twenty. Because yeah. I was, I was basically just thinking about if, if and when we don't have as many theaters as we do now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, how budgets are going to work, and yet Netflix and and certainly when Disney has their streaming service, they'll throw hundreds of millions of dollars into a project no problem absolutely so <laughs> netflix 
is throwing money left and right at everything and now that Disney's getting in the game, I can't imagine what the hell like apparently like their Star Wars show, they're already throwing like like a hundred million dollars per episode that they're making for that show. So um yeah. There's there's no end in sight for where that could possibly go. But Lovely. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I hope they fucking I hope they lose money. I really do. Like I just want Disney I just want Star Wars to be left yeah. alone for like a while. Other than I mean, make your third movie with J.J. Abrams, fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think Star Wars will ever lose money. I don't think so. I mean, it already did. I mean, what's, they 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 didn't they did they lost money in that they didn't make as much money as they should have, but they didn't lose money on Solo. Really? I thought they lost money. I don't th- I don't think so. No. Oh okay. Yeah, I, I I could be wrong. I just don't think that money that movie made as much money as a Star Wars mo- movie should have, but it still made money compared to any other movie. Yeah. All right, cool. I mean, All right. yeah. So that's the end of this episode. <laughs> we'll talk soon. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. See you later. See you. Bye.